podcast. Yeah. Plug time. Plugging it. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Mm. Well, hate that. <laughs> no, that's good. What are we really? We're actually never seen any of this. Yeah. What a what a melancholy opening. Oh, because we had a good time today. Yeah. They <laughs> sure did. Right. <laughs> You want to start this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking start it. Who cares? Right. I'm Raymond. I'm Sammy. And I'm Andy. And uh, we're here for another episode of Never Seen Any of This. It's Robert Patsember. Yeah. We, we're not doing theme months, but... <laughs> we're not, and I'm pretty We sure... just talked about it, but it was specifically just for this movie. We wanted yeah. to watch this movie, so... We, yes. So, uh, we're, we're going to switch up the format a little bit. We're going to... You know, play with your minds. Oh yeah, oh, it's really gonna mess yeah. you up. The we watched we watched an interesting movie this week. Mm-hmm. It was my it was my choice. Yeah, yeah, which has been a long time since we've like done our choice things because we. D- yeah, we I took over to, the last month. I mean, <laughs> okay. and yeah, that was it good. It was out. good. We were all I mean, we okay all picked it. it. We yeah. all it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, it's so one of the probably. My most anticipated movies that I want to see before the end of the year is is Uncut Gems. The hype behind that movie is yeah. just insane. Yeah, it used to be insane. Uh, it was written and directed by the Safdie brothers, and I they had done a couple other movies, mm-hmm. and uh, their biggest one is their last one, Good Time. Mm-hmm. Just put out by A24. came out two years ago. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah. And uh, heard great things. Heard it was, in fact, not a very good time, but a good movie. It was and, not a good time. <laughs> it was uh, a wrong title is what it was. And so uh, most of A24's movies are free on, or well, they're included with Amazon Prime. So right. that's what I chose because next week or on Christmas is when Uncut Gems comes out. Mm-hmm. And I heard a good time is a good movie to get, to get you prepared for Uncut Gems. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it worries me a little bit about Uncut Gems if this is a movie you should watch to be prepared for how it's going to be. And you also said that Uncut Gems, people are saying, is even more of a bad time than good time. I have read that no joke about 90% of the dialogue is screamed. <laughs> wow. So, but I've also heard that uh, Adam Sandler looking like a snack. So, Which, Well, I hate that, but you know. <laughs> Go has off, it, I guess. <laughs> has he ever? No. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think back to like Happy Madison. Was he Little Nicky? <laughs> there's, there's the one. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Wedding Singer with that hair, a little bit. No. No. Uncut Gems is where it finally comes out. Yeah. All right. So with that jeweled Furby. <laughs> That's fucking right. <laughs> So, with that in mind, we watched uh, Robert Pattinson in uh, mm-hmm. Good Time. Yes. And was it a good time, boys? It was the worst possible time. <laughs> it just went from bad to worse yeah. to even worse. Yeah. <laughs> just And then the the music in the background just making it even worse. Just yeah. stressful. But, I mean, really good music, but, like, stressful. Mm-hmm. And then worse. And then more stress. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ended. Yeah, this movie was stress. <laughs> That's how yeah, they stress just, the movie. Stress the movie. Stress time. Raymond, how'd you feel? Uh, I think this is an excellent movie. Yeah. But also, absolutely the worst time in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and remind me uh, a lot of Victoria, which you and I have watched. Sammy has not seen it yet. Yeah. No. I think no. I would rather watch that again. Really? Yeah. What is that? 
So it's a movie that they filmed. It's a was it Germany? Somewhere? I think it was. So it's a, it's a movie that takes place over the course of one night, and it's like also like a bunch of bad stuff just happens mm. and sequentially, it, and it's all filmed at one time. But it is actually all in one shot. Yes, it's exactly. not like Birdman or nineteen seventeen. That's uh-huh. like five different shots right. strung together. Yeah. This was actually one continuous hour and a half long shot. Yeah. They were only able to do it once every night, and mm-hmm. it all depended on, like, the last ten minutes needed to be when the sunrise hit. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, when it starts and when it ends. I, I think you like talked about that before, yeah. where they, they did it, like, three times, yeah. um, and they then did picked a, the best one. Yeah. yeah, they rehearsed it like a play, and then they also filmed it in, like, chunks when, like, the studio was like, no, we can't put it out like this, and they're like, no, it, it works better as one whole long piece. Mm-hmm. And that is also a movie that is just stress from start to finish because you're mm-hmm. like not sure what's happening at the start and you're like uh okay and then you're like well fuck we're here now yeah yeah and that's that's what a uh, good time felt like yeah <laughs> you're just along for the ride yeah the thing that really struck me about good time is that it was very realistic stress yeah. it mm-hmm. like when people were having like when jennifer jason lee has mm-hmm. kind of like they go to the the bail bonds mm-hmm. store at bail bonds you mean bail bondsman daisy What's her Dahmer goo? Yeah, Dahmer goo. Yeah. From uh, Hate Plate. <laughs> she's known for a lot more than that. No, I, I know, but... <laughs> uh, but when she's, like, having her meltdown her on the phone with her mom, it was like, yeah, that sounds like somebody who would, who's having a real meltdown. It didn't yes. sound like... Right. It's not like how movies usually portray... Mm-hmm. When she, like, has that burst out moment of, like, yelling, and then she's like, oh, wait, oh, sorry, sorry, where she's, like, trying to keep it together. Yeah, and yeah. the music yeah. was pumping in louder and louder, yeah. and, like, Robert Pattinson was trying to figure out what he was going to do. Yeah, that I mean, his performance in this movie is incredible. Yeah, incredible. It's excellent. Yeah. And I mean, it, was this like the first thing? This kid wasn't the first no, thing after no. Twilight, but it was like no, one no, of the no. I mean, the one of more um seen things, right? Yeah, he was in uh that David Cronenberg movie. It was it was not Metropolis, but it was something right. like Right. Uh, oh, I cannot okay. think of it sure. at the time, but he's supposed <laughs> to be really good in that. He's in that Spoiler for the movie, I can't remember the title of, but the one where it turns out to be 9-11 at the end. That's right. Uh, so, like, Remember Me? Remember Me, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I guess... <laughs> that is, like, I don't the need whole... to see that movie, then. Oh, that's, that's, the, the that's the whole movie. spoiler. That's, that's all the... I remember. I remember it not being a good movie, and then at the end, in, like, the last closing <laughs> moment, so he, like... so funny, because that literally is, like, the, the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you just literally spoiled that whole movie. That's okay, I wasn't I mean, gonna watch it. I, like, cried <laughs> watching that really? movie. Yeah. I remember it not being very good. No, it's not a good movie, but then that happens, and it's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> just the weight of it. I just can't sucks. believe he just dropped. Sorry. <laughs> Poor Raven. I wanted to I mean, I didn't put even him know through that. that movie, so yeah. nothing lost, nothing gained. Yeah, that's all right. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, I, I mean, it, when you talked before we started that you said that um, they filmed it in the Bronx, and no one recognized in- him. Queens? Oh, in maybe? the Queens? I, in, Queens? in the Queens? In the Queens. But um, you said that like no one recognized him as they were filming it. Like I totally yeah. could get that. And they didn't did I, a good job. I read they didn't like get any they didn't shut down anything for no. like filming locations and like they hired real people and real cops. So like when they were running through the mall, they didn't like close it down. Mm-hmm. Like you usually would and be like, there's a filming in progress. It was just like there was people with microphones and a camera and Robert Pattinson and his brother running through and cops chasing after him. And though, man, those masks were unsettling. They were very unsettling. Did not, yeah, did not like that. How how did they get a hold of those masks? 
know. Knowing that they like get how they got a hold of like everything else, like how did they get those masks? Yeah. <laughs> is yeah, it was interesting because it's just the it felt very Cohen brothers to me in the sense that like they didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And there was no real, like, rhyme or reason behind what he was doing. He was just flying off the pants of his uh-huh. seat at all the times. Pants? The pants of his seat. The pants of his seat. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, keep moving forward. Uh-huh. Keep, he'll figure and it out. And never, ever tell the truth. Lie no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> he is just constantly lying through yeah. the entire thing. Like, and, like, really, really well, too. You can tell, he Very does a good job of, like, he's lied before and knows how to lie to make it seem like it's. Because, right. like, he has that conversation with that cop. And, like, just talks about, how, like, seeing the, every time he stood up, the channel would change. Mm-hmm. Like, for no reason. Like, he just, like, tells the cop that for just to give him a cover of why it, he's walking by. It was which like, is just. He knew how to realistically sound like a crazy New Yorker that you uh, would just happen right. upon. Like, there wouldn't be some, like, cinematic, like story like in most movies there would be like some story that like had a point to it Mm -hmm. i was like no this realistically sounds like a person that maybe was on drugs in the middle of a hospital at three in the morning right that's the sort of thing you would hear them say right Mm -hmm. and and like how he looked i could almost smell him (laughs) (laughs) while watching this because he just you could tell he's just one of he just was not looking greasy greasy, rugged Um, constantly changing clothes at the same time, not changing clothes. <laughs> it's, it's insane because he's like, he's so smart at improvising uh-huh. on what to do. It's like, okay, yeah, he knows what he needs to do to get out of it, mm-hmm. but he's not smart enough to just do the right thing in the first place. Right. Right. And I think that's probably like the crutch of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's so smart and he's so resourceful and he's able to get out of all these situations. But if he just like sat down and thought something through in the first place, he wouldn't right. be here anyway. It, it never explains why they even needed to rob the bank in the first place. They wanted money because they right. were going to run away. Yeah, so I mean, they just wanted money. But like, the whole reason that they like didn't just take the money that she gave them was crazy. Like, because the whole problems start when they like force her to go back. To get more money, and, and then that's when she pack, he yeah. puts the die pack in. Yeah. They would have just taken the money that she'd already given them. Then they would have been good. But I they, think he wanted more. He I wanted more out of it. Think, and yeah, I think the problem is he asked for sixty five, and she yeah. and I believe banks like only have like five in their register. Right. Uh-huh. So like he probably was like, that's not enough to get us where we need to go. And she that. also only gave him like thirteen. The guy, the bail bond guy, counted it. Yeah. It was only thirteen in the well, first no, place. Well, no, that was what was okay. The rest was unusable. Oh, I thought I thought he. Some of it was of okay. It. Uh-huh. Most of it was unusable. Oh gosh! But I still okay. think she probably shorted him right. a bunch. Yeah, right. probably. Yeah. Um, just enough so they wouldn't immediately see the die pack. Yeah, because right. they were probably going to take that money. Go, they were going to like a port, so he's probably right. going to pay for them to like leave, and they probably needed enough to mm. to get out. Yeah, but, yeah. And how do how do those die packs work? Do they just are they time sensitive? Yeah. Or. Okay. I, I imagine it's, yeah. I don't know exactly how it works, but that's... You haven't dealt with those before? No. Oh. <laughs> I assume it's time or like ha- once they get out of range of right. the bank or something. I wonder how they, they filmed that too, because it seemed like they just literally just put a die, they set off a die pack it's, it's on them. It's not a die pack, but it's, it's something similar because right, the die right. pack it's like powder. It was like powder yeah. kind of stuff that it was like, it looked like it was actually like, they were breathing that in and like right. it exploded dealing with over that. their entire car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the guy crashed. And, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I did read that they were they didn't like the prop money that they uh-huh. they got, so they like made their prop department make more realistic looking yeah. money. Oh, <laughs> and I can't 
can't remember what movie it is, but there's a movie, I want to say it's a Tarantino movie, mm. where there's like a bunch of money in a briefcase, and it is real money just because he wanted to see what that much money would look like in a briefcase. Yeah. And it's like, what if they did that and then just like Jackie actually, Brown or Pulp Fiction? My, I think it was Jackie Brown. Uh, yeah. But then they like actually, uh, <laughs> like they just died a bunch of real money. <laughs> yeah, like, oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> You told us to find real, more real money. We yeah. just use real money. <laughs> but yeah, so the first I kind of heard about this movie, and I told you guys about it, was when Pete Davidson was on, I think, Jimmy Fallon. And I honestly, if I remember it correctly, they called Pete Davidson out when Robert Pattinson was also there. But Robert Pattinson wasn't promoting Good Time. Yeah. But Pete Davidson was like, man, I'm so happy to meet you. You're my favorite actor because of Good Time. Pete Davidson's like, I'm also promoting something, but I'm going to show a clip of Good Time. Yeah. And he oh shows God. the clip of them like in the bathroom trying to get the dye stuff on, off of them. Uh, and he's like, I just wanted to show that clip because I love this movie so much. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's the, the first I'd heard of this movie. And I was like, oh, Robert Pattinson doing something cooler. Yeah. And actually getting into good movies. So him and Kristen Stewart both are taking their, they're leveraging their Twilight fame and just doing whatever they want to do right. at this point in their career which both of them are having like great indie careers mm-hmm. right now I mean I'm still so excited for him to be Batman I'm I'm pumped yeah I, I recently heard that there's something like that's not, the movie's not going right but I don't know I didn't look that's into, every I didn't look fucking into DC it, movie who knows <laughs> yeah there, there's a what are you gonna follow like if someone's leaking the on like the on like every production meeting like oh no they're off track this day yeah right, right, right yeah. yeah they're just announcing a cast member every day it's not like they're filming right now <laughs> yeah they're too busy trying to uh, bat Zack Snyder away with a uh, fly swatter <laughs> he's trying to get fake get, Snyder cut get his real? fake Snyder oh, cup man. released I think he's gonna do it. He's got those reels. <laughs> His analog reels? Yeah. Digitally shot movie? Yeah. He's got them. You know, those very real things. Yep, they're coming out. Uh, but, yeah. How this movie was shot was really cool. Like, uh-huh. when he first comes in to get his brother out, and it, like, zooms in on his face, and then it, like, stays at that zoom for quite a while. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't leave that, even when they're, like, walking down the hallway. Um, or the one that I really, really liked, and they did it twice, was when they get in the car, and then it does, like, an overhead shot of the car. Oh, yeah. And then you actually, like, see the, the Adventureland. They go by the Adventureland uh-huh. and, like, turn, and then it's also when they're, like, I think leaving from there that it does another I, shot like that. Those That's, like, I don't think I've seen a shot like that before, I where thought, it actually shows the place that they're yeah. going by. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was really interesting when it showed him getting caught by the police oh, completely yeah. from the right, perspective from up, from of the up guy. top, yeah. Because it was like, that could have been like a really intense, like claustrophobic uh-huh. scene of him running, but uh-huh. instead so it's, it's just... a top-down view of him zigzagging left and right. Yeah. yeah. You threw like a maze. Right. Yeah. So yeah, some of those shots, yeah, they were, they were really, really cool. Excellent camera work. The music is from, uh, Ono Tricks Point Never, Daniel Lopatane. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he does a lot of electronic music. He's had several different names. But this one, one of Trick's Point Never, is like his composer name. Uh-huh. And so he's done this, Bling Ring, um, oh. Uncut Gems, and like a couple other movies. But it, the score to this is phenomenal. So yeah. good. And it, it is absolutely like part of the experience that like feeling the anxiety and the stress. Yeah, they, they, they pull up to that White Castle and it just plays like this, like, like uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm stressed right now. I don't know if I need to be or if I'm supposed to be, but now I am uh-huh. stressed. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it did a really good job of communicating what he was doing at all times. Uh-huh. Like, you knew what his end game was. Even, 
even though he was flying off the uh-huh. flying off the handle and everything. You can see the wheels turning. Exactly, uh-huh. and I think that probably speaks to how good he is as an actor. Yeah. Uh, or he like just he's like I gotta bleach my hair. <laughs> he bleaches his hair. Found like, it in their bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that is so funny to me, but is probably pretty true, is just how like pushy he is to every like Robert Pattinson is to everyone, yeah. and they just kind of go along with it because right. someone's just in their face, be like, do it, do it right now, do this. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean. The, the dynamic, Push comes to shove. What are you going to do? Dynamic he has with the, the girl. Uh-huh. And, like, it's like, oh, it's because she, he pushes her around because she really, really likes him. You know, uh-huh. like, but then it gets to the guy later when he's like, call that guy, call that guy. And uh-huh. he's like, he's like, hold it, on. He's like, call that guy. And he's uh-huh. like, okay. It seems like he's doing that to everybody, including his brother. Yes. Yeah. He's taking oh, yeah. advantage of his, his mentally handicapped brother. Yeah. Right. To basically escape. Mm-hmm. And. You know, it seems like he's like he's manipulating his brother into mm-hmm. thinking he needs to get out with him, and when he breaks him out, he like reinforces he's like I'm the only one who cares about you. Like it's a very like abusive relationship, mm-hmm. and so yeah, he's not a good guy. No, but he's so no. charismatic. Right. That's where I was like, are they gonna make him where he's not likable at all? But they definitely do like some things to make it seem like he's likable like when he goes into that lady that old lady's when he needs something right or that that he went to that old lady and like fed her some juice um Mm -hmm. on the hospital table i mean he didn't need to do that but he did that like those kind of things and but even in that moment he also took some for himself yeah right yeah exactly yeah (laughs) and then used it as a hiding place until the cop left so like he was always doing something for himself but there were he did have some redeeming things that he did throughout but yeah Mm -hmm. he's he's definitely not a good good guy yeah and i think that's because the end of the movie was interesting because it was his brother going into, like, a group home, like sure. a group class, basically. And I think what the movie was trying to say is that, like, he's much better off yeah. in this environment than he ever was with his brother. And then the guy also said that his brother's a lot, or where he should be, I mean, in, mm-hmm. in, I mean, prison. in prison, which right. is kind of, yeah, where he should be. Yeah. It's, it's just, it was an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. And seeing those two... The way they work off each other. Uh, the uh, brother's played by one of the two brothers who wrote and directed the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Benny Safdie. Yeah, I, think. I thought he mm-hmm. did a really good job. Yeah, and yeah. and I think it's interesting that he's playing that character because he's not that's deaf. Just, I was and, look. That's what I was trying to look up when the movie right. ended. Was if he was deaf? No, yeah. but I think nope. I don't think I didn't find it offensive at all. No, and I don't think it was like a. It wasn't a, a Geely situation where it's like right. cringy. Yeah, it was like it was very. It, it feels was, real. It felt very real. It and was it, very nothing, nothing is punched down on the character. It's like you can. It's very clearly that like he is okay. Everyone mm-hmm. else is like taking advantage of him. Yes, and it did. I think it was trying to say like you have kind of the two extremes here mm-hmm. because his therapist is very much talking down to him, uh-huh. like. Yeah. Like, he doesn't understand anything, and they're, like, mm-hmm. holding his hand, whereas, like, Robert Pattinson is using him, but he's also... Treats him like a normal Treats person. him like a normal person. Yeah. Right. He's trying to be like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh-huh. Like, trying to convince him, like, you're not... There's nothing wrong with you, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Until until he needs to use the fact that he's meant that right. he's mentally disabled when what? they're hiding in the domino. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's like, my brother's mentally disabled, give me five minutes or right. whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, interesting. But, uh... Or, just... Like when he's like, oh, when he's trying to tell him to do things, but he is, isn't 100% understanding it. He's like, don't run. Like, we got this. Let me do the talking. And then he just books, he, he starts, starts running. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah. And then what I felt, I was like, I couldn't believe that 
Robert Pattinson took off without him. Like, I figured he would stay by him the whole way, but he really just, like, I was surprised that the brother was able to follow him as far as he did because he was uh, so far ahead of him. I think he probably figured, like, I'm going to get... I can't get caught because I can get him out of this. Like, it was never... Kind of a... Yeah, if he can get out, he can get out, but if not... If he goes down, then they're both going down. But if he right. gets out, then he can... He's convinced himself that he could break him out or pay for the Release, bond yeah. or whatever like that. Right, and then he sure thinks he breaks him out of the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and then his brother, quote-unquote, wakes up, and he goes in there, and it's took... It took Andy and I, Raymond realized pretty quickly, uh, but it took Andy and I, until he said, um, I grabbed the wrong person, that we, until we realized it's not oh his shit, brother at it's all. It's not his brother. And, uh, like, because he was, like, yelling and, like, mad, I was like, oh, it, he's just angry, and it doesn't really sound, it didn't, I didn't think, I agreed with uh, you that it didn't sound like the same, but uh, I was like, it didn't clearly state that it wasn't him, because they picked a really good person that looked close enough to him, and both of their faces were messed up, so uh, it was, like, hard to tell if it was, but then it was like, so shocking when it was like, oh, it's not his brother. Yeah. It was like one thing after mm -hmm. another of like, this went wrong, then this went wrong. It's a series of unfortunate events. Sure exactly. is. Everything that could go wrong does go wrong. And I, I, that is a, it's a fascinating exercise to go through of like, as soon as they robbed the bank, at least for me, I was like, well, she, oh, clearly she put a die pack in there because that's what happens in bank robberies. With yeah, like, yeah. What else are they supposed to do? But, you know, so. But they're not think. he's not thinking ahead. Right. He's thinking... What's right now? Right, what right now? Like, what's almost, happening right now? Almost every situation, you can see what like an outcome that's likely going to happen, and then it like half happens because he sidesteps some of it, and then he gets himself into another situation yeah. to get out of the previous situation. So and that, it is it is fascinating watching someone get into more like get out, <laughs> like worm their way out of something only to get into something that's even worse. Right. Yes. Like uh, he goes to that um, the lady's house, and yes. then is with that 16-year-old girl, and that turns for yeah. <laughs> a hot minute. I was uh, a little stressed for a second. I mean, it's like, you get it, because in the moment, you can see what he's thinking. It's like, she just can't see the screen. She can't get see the room. I gotta do anything to get her out. Yeah, Again, it's like, like, in the moment. Like, we're all in like, the moment. ooh, yikes! Yeah. Yeah. We all kind of looked at each other, just went, whoop! And then he <laughs> just manipulates her until she gets arrested. Like, uh -huh. mm -hmm. ugh. But, so the, the only time that it doesn't stay with him throughout the night and then part of the morning is when the guy that he accidentally took oh. is repeating what happened to him. Uh -huh. And I was like, there's got to be a reason that he's, like, doing this, like, almost like, what is that, Ant-Man, where the guy's like, oh, and then I did this, recap. and then this, yeah, yeah like recap, recap of, like, yeah, or like, oh, then I started to do drugs, and then I was hanging with this guy. I was getting really messed mm -hmm. up. And then it's because that he talks about how he they um, this guy robbed uh, 7-Eleven or whatever and they stashed it into a ride at Adventureland and that's where it clicks for uh, Radio Shack thank you oh was it a Radio Shack sorry yeah robbed a Radio Shack and then he's like oh it's still in that ride at Adventureland we need to go there and then that is a perfect perfect encapsulation of like going there and then uh, something even worse happens yeah. and then something even worse happens like it uh, was it, I don't know maybe it was strange to me that he was keeping the girl and the other guy around. Because I was, for sure, as soon as they got out of there, and, like, I guess he still had the the Sprite bottle of acid, but mm -hmm. I was like, ditch him. Like, there were yeah. so many points I was like, just leave that guy. Why are you Why are you still with that guy? I mean, he does you, say... Well, you can't get rid of him with the girl around, and you need her so that, like, she can... Right, like, he does... She doesn't go anywhere or do anything without him. 
Right, and then he does express, like, we can't just take this car because then it's a stolen car. We right. can't ditch her. Need... So he did have some reasoning behind it, and but there were so many times I was like, just leave that guy. That guy is just nothing but... Bad he, news. Bad yeah. news. And then they even have that conversation with the guy. He's like, you're nothing but... You, you don't you're do anything. Up. Yeah, all you do is mess up. And that sure does happen to him. But in yeah. that scene, it felt like Robert Pattinson was... I don't know. It felt like he was expressing like I'm good because I'm taking care of other people. Yeah, but it wasn't what are you really. doing? No, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm. I, he literally is like I'm way better than you, and it's like uh, <laughs> you're in the same situation right now. Right. <laughs> like, but he got them both into. Yes. You probably yeah exactly the other guy like probably <laughs> like he was gonna go to jail, but for what you know. For, a, it for like what he was going to be for, in jail for, and for I mean, like say, going against his parole, but probably not for very long. You know, like that probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal. Yeah, as, and that's why he like death exactly. <laughs> or yeah, I mean yeah. For the original consequence, if he would have been caught, he was running away. He like broke out of the hospital, uh-huh. ran away. But yeah, then yeah, he's like, I'm gonna climb out this uh, apartment window and climb to the next. But he was so window. drunk. Yeah. Yes, very drunk. Yeah, drunk and he's on oxy. Right, yeah, he was popping oxy's. That's constantly. right. So, and he Which I, that was a, a choice they made while he's telling the stories. He's just like, you could hear him chewing up the pills. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's t- taking a bunch of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, these aren't working. I'm uh-huh. going to take more. Yeah. But, oh, the the Adventureland scene was, like, so, it, uh, I think I think the most tense part. Yeah. Because of, like, the how dark it was. And just the, the music that was happening. And then the security guard shows up. And he you realize, and I didn't realize it until you pointed out that barbed he climbs wire. up the bar, uh, the fence just to grab the barbed wire to then punch him. Beats uh, the shit out of him with yeah. the barbed wire. And then they and then they make him drink acid. Yeah. They, oh, that was crazy. Because <laughs> I was like, why are you doing that? But then it quickly like goes in their favor because the guy wakes up and like can't he's even just screaming. Like make yeah. sentences because he's on so much acid. Like uh, yeah. he's. But they like oh take off it like they're he's immediately like when he's immediately like yeah. thinking of the next thing. Take off his security guard stuff. I'll put it on. Yeah. And I'll go talk to. Them. It's just. I also found it interesting that like the security guard at an amusement park. Had like an extremely nice apartment. right because yeah. I totally understood why you asked because you when, we, when they went into there you were like whose apartment are they in I'm like the security guard but I was like I guess the security guard how does he have such a nice apartment because he had like pictures of like babies mm-hmm. on the wall I was yeah. expecting like his family was gonna uh, be there right or that's a, like what that. I thought was like how does he expect no one to be at home and there was only the dog there but yeah I was for sure yeah. thought someone else would be there or someone else would show up well even the yeah. other guy was like damn this is a nice place yeah <laughs> it's like it doesn't go uncommented but it is funny yeah and he was the guy from uh, Captain Phillips oh the security guard yeah the security yeah. guard yeah yes he was was the um, Tony guy from was he from anything he looked familiar but I'm not completely sure he was actually from anything okay who was that the the guy that he accidentally grabbed. Oh, the wrong guy. Yeah, the wrong guy. Yeah. I think he's been in all the Safdie brothers movies. Mm. Oh, okay. He was also in prison like two weeks before they finished, the, but before they started filming oh, the movie. Probably, I read that yeah. in the trivia. It's like he had just gotten out of prison like a week before. Really? <laughs> and the guy who plays the the trivia page on IMDb is insane. Yeah. For this movie, where it's like the guy who plays the the mental health counselor for the brother. Yeah. Is like a defense attorney. Oh. And oh. so he had he had gotten out the other actor. <laughs> Out of like <laughs> oh, representative and like in legal proceedings to, and got him out Weird. before they started filming the movie. Then the whole movie, that guy plays a guy who just got out of jail. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that works in the movie's favor uh-huh. to have all these real people because then it feels more realistic. 
Yeah. And, and by just looking Almost at... Almost everyone is uh, not an actor that's in this movie. Right, yeah. Like, a lot of the... They did a really good job casting and then, like, mm-hmm. how they made them look because, like, just by looking at them, you kind of knew who they were. Specifically, mm-hmm. like, the grandma. When you finally saw the grandma, you were like, I kind of already know what kind of a grandma uh-huh. she is just by the little snippet of her on the news. Like, you know yeah. why... Robert Pattinson isn't keeping them there, and the why he's trying to get his brother out of there just just by the small interaction that you have with that mm-hmm, grandma. Mm-hmm. So it's it's they did a really good job with that. The movie is endlessly fascinating. I don't know if I would ever want to watch it again, much <laughs> like most eight twenty four films. Yeah. yeah, but it is it is quite the experience going through a movie of like a bank heist, which I thought I read the first line of the description on Amazon Prime. And I was like, right, oh, as we hit, right as we hit play, you're like, oh, bank heist. Yeah, I was so excited <laughs> for that. Really. It's not, yeah, it's no. not that. But it, the, whole, the movie takes place all in one day. So it's like it starts with the bank heist and then it just keeps going. It's interesting to see, like, you are thinking, how would I get out of this at the same time that the character is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like whenever he makes a decision, like, what the... What, what is he doing? And they're like, oh, because he needs to change his hair. And yeah. It's like, oh, okay, this is... <laughs> How are you getting out of this one, Robert? Right, and then we, it, it literally takes him through the night because the guy comes in and he's like, I'm going to run to the bank and get the money out. And we, both right. both of us had the same thought. We were like, you can't go to the bank, it's nighttime. And then yeah. we go out and it's like, oh, it's daytime at this point. Like, the whole night has now happened and it yeah. is daytime at this point. Like, yeah. And, I mean, it cuts a couple times, so I, there had to have been some time because they were waiting for the guy to show yeah. up. So there's a couple where some time had to have passed. Well, like it wasn't following like step by step when he's through the in whole the lady's night. But... House with her granddaughter, it's right. hour, like yes. a lot of hours passed. Right, not yep. like, mm-hmm. like three or four at least. Probably, yep. He looks, he looks good with uh, bleached hair. He looks good. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good with a mustache and a 1890s New England accent. Oh too. yeah, he does. He sure do. Oh well, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, d- I can't explain why, when I was done watching Hereditary or Midsummer, I immediately wanted to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But this movie, I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch it again. It was just, I think, the the, the like sadness of it, I uh, think, is a little... Because it's more... real. I guess the realistic aspect of it, too, where it's like, this yeah. is real. Like, this could really happen to us. I mean, not probably not all of the all the right, events, but this someone is has been in this situation. Right. And, like, that real the realness of it... Of it makes it a lot harder, yeah. and then that just that last, the cre- the when the credits start to roll in that last scene when he isn't partaking in that um, cross crossing the room until it says that like have you ever had trouble with your family, mm-hmm. and then he crosses yeah. the room like that hits so hard yeah. like I was like oh what yeah. a punch ah oh. like and then have you ever um like done something that you or were, were blamed, you ever blamed for something that, that you, you didn't, didn't do. do and then he crossed and i was like oh my gosh like he gets all the like he totally understands what happened like you know like he yeah. he knows what happened and um what he what he has to deal with now and that's it was just yeah so i, I agree with you it's hard, harder to put in again and watch again yeah <laughs> like ex mach and i i i love i i Immediately watched it. Was like, okay. The next day, I was like, Andy, we, we're watching this movie yeah. right now. I need to show this to you. So, but this one, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm glad we watched it all together because yeah. you yeah. said that you watched like 20 minutes of it, and you're like, I'm gonna wait till we can watch this together. Because yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch the rest of this by myself. Yeah, if I got through that first 20 minutes, I would have probably turned it off unless you guys were here. Just because, I mean, 
I was with the movie, but yeah. it was just so stressful <laughs> yes. that I didn't want to keep watching it. <laughs> I know that some of our best podcasts come from uh, torturing you too. So, yeah. so this will be a good one to watch on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Good, good time. Yeah. <laughs> Which the I mean, worst time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just. Again, just worrying me because Uncut Gems is supposed to be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my poor heart, yeah. can I handle it? <laughs> it seems to me like Uncut Gems has much more comedy. Uh, but that, and that's but why I was stressful, surprised but... when you told me that this one's supposed to, or it's supposed to be harder than Good Times because that's the same thing I've heard the trailer, it's even worse. Yeah, the this. trailer I watched was like, oh, it's, I mean, comedy. And then you like just expect it to be have more comedy because Adam Sandler's in it. So you're yeah. like, there's going to be more comedy, but I'm I'm sure there probably isn't. <sighs> if it's Yeah, you're probably seeing most of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that probably to get you to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that was our time watching Good Time. Oh, oh man. Uh, we're gonna do some what you've been watching. Yeah, we're switching it up on you guys. But before we do that, yeah, I, I love me some plugging. Maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, damn it, Sam. <laughs> Maybe you're thinking to yourself about this time in the podcast, man. I really wish I could email Andy to tell him how wrong he is. Raymond, if they wanted to do that, and about fucking, what? Wait, about what? I don't know. They oh, want to read blocking. Just most things. They want to tell any of us we're wrong. <laughs> they want to read me for Phil. Drag As you through the does. dirt. Yeah. How could they do that? Well, you could email us at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. Wow. That easy. Yeah. We've oh. got, we still have only gotten one? Yeah. Yeah. It was Corey asking himself... <laughs> Asking us to put him on for hackers. Yeah, so. and we will eventually. <laughs> eventually, yeah, we'll get around to it. And uh, what if somebody is is scrolling the infinite hellscape that is Twitter? Oh, then you could find us on NSAOT Pod on Twitter, which is at Never Seen Any of This or NSAOT Pod. What would you look at that? Look at that. Look at that. I, last time when you plugged Twitter, you said that it was a perfect site and now you're saying it's a hellscape well what what is twitter Andy? Well, this week it's full of it's full of bad takes yeah there's week. a lot of bad yeah. takes this week oh film twitter's full of bad takes so you know it's hard to hard to keep up sometimes <laughs> yeah the golden globe nominations came out so it's just a bad time oh it is a, it sure is yeah it's much like this movie yeah it's not a good time yeah. it's a bad time uh but we're gonna wrap up this episode uh, talking about what we've been watching because we don't have enough for a you know two and a half hour long podcast no. like recap last week. episode yeah <laughs> only watched a few things yeah. but uh who wants to start Raymond did you watch anything yeah I watched a couple of things you watched the, uh, a big thing watched a big thing he did yes yeah. I saw the first five episodes which are all that's out right now of the Mandalorian oh, yeah! Fu- oh fuck yeah <laughs> I really wanted I didn't I saw it and didn't respond fast uh-huh. enough I really wanted to say Ray Mandalorian but I missed out on my opportunity <laughs> that's, uh, that's genius <laughs> what do you think of the show so far uh, so far I love it yep. yeah um, it is a struggle for any show to have a good all-around first season mm-hmm. most shows most TV shows don't really find their footing until season two or three to un- really understand the characters. And, and it's very rare for there to be like a, uh, a perfect first season of a show. And this does not hit perfect, I think, but it is off to such a strong start. Mm-hmm. I have full confidence in it. Uh, so going forward, I, I like the first three episodes are, you guys already say, it feels like its own movie. Yep. And I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I would take that as just, if it was just a movie that was on Disney Plus, I would have taken that. And then they could make like a straight to Disney Plus movie every couple of years. I would have been fine with that. It too. almost seemed like it was, they were thinking they, they were going to do a Clone Wars thing. Uh-huh. Do you remember when they came out the Clone Wars movie? 
And then they came out with the, t- the TV show afterwards. Uh, yeah. It was like an hour long, two episodes basically, but it was like they put it as a movie. Uh-huh. And then the show started. It almost seemed like maybe they were going to think think about doing that with sure. Mandalorian, but then they decided I mean, it's, to it's just make it all episodes. Is this the same thing that James Mangold was working on? No. Because he was... Was his he a was, Boba Fett No, movie? his was Obi-Wan. Oh. The Boba Fett movie was a, a, allegedly being worked on by Josh Trank. Oh, and then Fantastic before Fantastic Fan Fan came out, uh-huh. and uh, which I, I love that movie. Yeah, we went and saw that for <laughs> yeah, your you birthday. Yeah, you two saw that. I saw it for my birthday. And we went on opening weekend mm-hmm. at like three in the afternoon, and there was one other person in the theater with us. Uh, and that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad time. Anyway, so Josh Trank <laughs> was supposed to do a Boba Fett slash bounty hunter movie. And See, I thought it was going to be James Mangold, because he's known for Westerns. He was doing Obi-Wan. Ah. He was doing an Obi-Wan movie. Which, I mean, Obi-Wan Western movie, I'm all for. Yeah. But it was at... I'm glad that he didn't, so he could do Ford versus Ferrari, which I've heard is excellent. But yeah. I haven't gotten to watch that yet. Josh yeah. Trank was supposed to be at Star Wars Celebration to oh. announce it. Uh-huh. And on... He was supposed to... He had a panel on Sunday to mm-hmm. announce it. And it was announced on Saturday that he will no longer be attending. And then it was announced like two days later that he has been removed from Lucasfilm. Right. <laughs> kind of like Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's the the first three episodes I think are great. The introduction, I was on board with the Mandalorian mm-hmm. in the first saloon scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. I that was... first episode really sets the tone yeah. of the uh, show and yeah, really sets it up well. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a canon question for you guys that I... Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I don't understand. Okay. So they say in like the first or second episode something about how like Mandalorians can't take their helmets off. Sure. Okay. But Jango Fett is all walking around without his armor all the time. Is he a Mandalorian? Yeah. Boba Fett is. Yeah. Boba Fett. But it's Jango Fett. Well, I mean, it's it's a son. Yeah, but it's it's like it's a people. I mean, but it seems like you can. It almost seems like it's a like a way of life if you don't. Yes. So it's also that. So as soon so as he might... takes off his helmet, he's no longer a Mandalorian. That's, that's the thing. Okay. So seems he's, like... he's not. He has he... Mandalorian armor, but he's not a Mandalorian. Gotcha. Because it's like a, it's, it's, um, what does he say? What's the, it, it is the way? What is the thing? This is the way. This, this is, is the way. way. And he okay. didn't follow the way. Okay. So he's no longer a Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. That would be my answer, I but I don't so. know if that's And true, we don't know but... if Boba Fett ever takes his helmet off. Right. Have, I mean, when he's a kid, obviously, but he takes the helmet at the end of right. Attack of the... Oh, okay. That's it. Um, Did you just watch that? Uh, I didn't finish it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have that sort of fucking patience. I saw a tweet that was like, it's 22 hours if you want to watch all the movies. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> and honestly, it's me neither. And honestly, like 80% of that is because I don't want to watch Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay. I'll watch all the other I'd rather Skip watch it. that than Phantom Menace. Oh, I'd rather watch Phantom Menace any uh, day. Phantom Menace, I, I mean, the nostalgia for that one is where I'm like, oh, I will watch that one. I love that one. <laughs> so I think my biggest problem with Attack of the Clones is just boring. Yeah. So much of it is just so boring. But the sand. He hates it. Yeah, hates it. it gets fucking everywhere. And they roll in the grass. Yeah, anyway, back to a better thing. <laughs> yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah, sorry. Um, I like all the cameos, all the all the people that are in it. I really appreciate. Did you check or did you catch John Favreau? Yeah, I didn't catch it the first he's time. He's the watching rival it, bounty hunter. Yeah, he's yeah. the machine gun toting one. Yeah. yeah. Like, as soon as his voice came out, I was like, "Well, that's a heavily modulated John Favreau." Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's hard, great. like, not hearing his voice. Yeah. Now he's two characters in Star Wars. Right. Man. Yeah, he is. He's the four-armed pilot dude from uh, Solo. Right. 
Yeah. Which, the best sequence in that, in Solo. Yeah. yeah. that train heist. Oh, when he died, so, I was like, oh, no. And the, so, you guys did say that there was, like, a drop in quality in episodes four and five a little bit, and I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked four a lot. I also knew exactly the, the trope that four was going, the episode mm-hmm. four was Right, and that's what I've talked about before, is, right. like, you know exactly what's going to happen yeah. as soon as the episode Which starts. I was okay with that. Yeah. Because it still has the Star Wars skin on it, and you mm-hmm. still care for the characters. So yeah. the the thing about this show that is catching me off guard is that all the characters mm-hmm. that are side characters in one episode each so far, mm-hmm. like Ming Na Wen and Taika Waititi, yeah. and yeah, Taika was so good. I hope he comes back. He's like on the poster, but well, he hasn't come all back All the marketing yet. is like treating it as it's like this ensemble piece uh, where they're all going to be in the show, but each one of them has only been in one episode, and they right. all pretty much die. Or leave. Or leave. Like the the bounty hunter girl from yeah. Deadpool. She is in one episode and is like, bye. Yeah. And I was so, like, oh, she also was on the poster. Is she not coming back? Like, I like, it's, have you guys ever watched the 70s Hulk TV show? Yeah. Nope. The, kind of the, I mean, it's been a while since I watched it, but I, I watched it a lot growing up because it was on TV land and I scrolled through it. It's, it's not a great show, but kind of like the premise of it is, is that he's on, the, uh, Bruce Banner is on the run. And it's like, he keeps trying to, like, settle down in a town, and then that episode, it's like, every new episode's a town, different Uh town, and then he's trying to blend in, and then he realizes there's, like, a problem that he gets involved with, and he needs to, like, he's the only one who can solve it. So then he turns into the Hulk, and he's like, well, shit, my cover's blown, so he's gotta go into the next town. (laughs) And that's kind of like Mandalorian. That's what it felt like to me, and I'm okay with that, because there are recurring characters. They can, anyone who's alive can come back at any point, as long as they you know, revisit the place that they're at or they can run into him later. Uh, and Taika could come back as, like, another robot. It, yeah. Right, he could yeah. be the voice of all of those robots. Right. He's also directing the finale episode, right. he so... I just... I, I loved that there was an interview with him that I had seen where he talks about his character... I knew he was playing the voice of a droid, and he said yeah. that his character, he felt, was much like the Terminator and that he never gives up. Yeah. And <laughs> the whole joke of that character is he keeps trying to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's like, no, the no. Last, the last thing he says is, tur- like, he's going to terminate or something, and yeah, then yeah. he gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the fifth episode, I mean, in, it's just a, the worst episode. And not yeah. like that it's a bad, like, bad episode, because, again, I really liked how they, all, all of what you know about Tatooine and Mos Eisley and the Cantina, mm-hmm. they... Now that the Empire is gone, how mm-hmm. all of that has changed. Mm-hmm. I really liked how the... And it's only like three or five years after the... After yeah. Like right, the yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, all the droids are allowed into the cantina now. Right. Like, it's only droids really in the cantina. Uh-huh. And I, I and the fact that, like, the Tusken Raiders are not seen as, like, complete savages. Like, if you mm-hmm. know their language, you can talk, talk to, to them and, like, yeah. get through. So, like, that was really cool that, like... And, like, you took... Then, um, the new bounty hunter guy is sitting in Han Solo's spot, but he very quickly realizes not as cool right. <laughs> as Han Solo. Right. So, like, that was really cool. Like just any any of those things you expect to happen, they uh, kind of flip it over. But Yeah, the, and I appreciate that, but for a 30-minute episode, it felt like there was way too much of it. Right, right yeah. It's like, I mm. get what you're doing. It, it yeah. absolutely <laughs> felt the weakest, and it absolutely was... Like that character's doing, it. you know, no, yes, he, I no mean, shame to the actor because I don't right. know, I don't know anything well, else he's been in. But from what it, it just seems rough. Just right what off the get go, the way he looked too, I was like, you don't even look like you're in Star Wars. Yeah. From <laughs> what I read, like with Star Wars, you don't get scripts like mm-hmm. you normally do when you sign on for stuff. So like, I think John Boyega had to read the original 
a script off of J.J. Abrams' iPhone in, mm-hmm. like, Paris, and they was like, okay, are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get to see the script till you're on set. Wow. And I think that's the same thing, because I was like, a lot of these, like, a lot of the acting just kind of felt subpar, and it was mm-hmm. like, it's probably because they were getting their lines fed to them yeah, while they were quickly. on set because of the secrecy of the show. I mean, like, they did a great job of keeping Baby Yoda a secret. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. God, that is the best part of the show. It is. Other than the stock sound, baby sound effects they give us. <laughs> yeah. I, I put subtitles on. Part. I put t- subtitles on just because sometimes uh, uh, the Mandalorian can be kind of hard to hear. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. But, like, it lets you know every time Baby Yoda coos <laughs> or giggles or gurgles. Like, it lets, lets you know. It's like, all right, yeah. And I get that the Mandalorian is, like, he's not a great dad. So it's like he's not yeah. making great decisions. He's learning how to be a good dad. But... Yeah. He just fucking leaves baby Yoda alone in every situation. Every time but then Yoda fights a way back out. Yeah. yeah. If he can like leave him in a dangerous on a dangerous hostile planet alone in his ship, he's gonna fucking do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which or... is like with everyone having those fobs and coming for baby Yoda, how would he ever leave baby Yoda's side? It's insane. Or he's like, Okay, well I'm gonna bring you with me and then just like takes him to a bar. Yeah, and, and they like, get a drink where, where out in the open. Could see him. <laughs> it's insane. I was like, he's not hiding him at all? Like, yeah. no. It seems to me, like, when he saw him, he was like, holy shit, this is, like, a magical creature. But, like, everyone else is just like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> yeah, there's your... And they literally, like, everyone just assumes it's his baby. Yeah, it's They're baby. like, oh, yeah, that's, that's your son. <laughs> like, there's your child. <laughs> I've, I've Mandalorian really... been wooing Yaddle? I mean, he... No. he could, <laughs> we don't know. He could take off that helmet and be a Yoda. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, we we don't, don't know. You see him as a kid. Hmm. Oh, well... Yeah. Is that really him? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. I think it's blind. Well, it's blind, but I think at some point we're going to get him without the helmet in front, and we're going to see it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope so. Oh, not what if it's like not like they pull a Darth Vader? <laughs> Where it sounds like Pedro Pascal the whole time, and it's something completely well, you know different. He's not, he's not in the, in the suit. suit. Yeah, he's not in the suit. Like, there's two stunt guys. Oh, like Darth Vader. He's, he's like yeah. on the set. But, like, I just read an interview where, like, he doesn't do most of the scenes. Because he, he, he's, awesome. like, doing something else. But he'll be yeah. there. And he'll, like, work with the stunt guys. Like, how are we moving? How Like, yeah. he's lined up with all of them to be like, here's how we make this character a thing. But he's not the one in the suit. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep watching. We got three more episodes, which have been reported to be another kind of like the same, the first three that they mm-hmm. were kind of telling the same story uh-huh. so an arc to these three so because the whoever the is in the last episode of the fifth one probably is gonna be a big part because you yeah. don't know who it is it's kind of yeah. mysterious so yeah. Yeah. Still i'm glad you got it episodes. you caught up so we can talk yeah. about it more yeah. yeah now there's everything else on disney plus i'm just kind of looking at being like do i want to watch this yeah there's so much on there yeah i keep thinking to myself i'm gonna start uh, a rewatch of infinity war and endgame back to back and then i'm like mm. Oh, that's like six hours. I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah. That leads so well into what I did uh, last Friday. Right. <laughs> um, what did uh, you do? I, 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 <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I took I took the six hour leap, and not only did I do it alone, I did it in a gym full of middle schoolers. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, uh, one of the teachers was like, "We should show Avengers on, like up on a projector." I was like, "That's great. We should totally do that." The kids are really excited. He's like, "We should do Infinity War." And Endgame. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and right. once I realized that, it was too late. The, uh, we'd already advertised it. Kids were signing up. And I was like, all right. And it came to, like, the Wednesday before. And he's like, no one signed up to do this with me. I'm going to be the only one there. And there's going to be, like, 100 kids. And I was like, well, I want to see the, the the Avengers movies up on, a like, projected onto a wall. Uh-huh. So, like, I'll go. 
But man, if it doesn't feel like six hours watching it by yourself, it sure does with 100 middle schoolers. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, and, uh, I mean, they'd all seen the movie already. Right. So then they were, like, trying to be joking. And, and, and um, you saw my tweet, and uh -huh. I told you about it. Like, when <laughs> Thanos snapped and they all started to disappear, the kids cheered. They cheered. <laughs> and I almost shut it all down. <laughs> I almost turn off the projector. Don't hey. call your parents. Get out of here. In this gym, we do not respect <laughs> Yeah. What is did wrong you, with you? Did you see? Maybe they were cheering for it to be over. I mean, that's not <laughs> possible. <laughs> no, no. Anytime Thanos came on the screen, there was those group of boys that were uh, cheering for Thanos. And I was like, oh. Did you see? I think it was like yesterday or the day before, but our fucking idiot president tweeted yeah. out a... Uh, him snapping yeah. it's him snapping and his, then the democrats disappear yeah, yeah. but all the replies were like you fucking moron do you not know the movie <laughs> right you know how bad guy. He, yeah. how do you not know i mean like he's literally saying i'm killing the democrats it's to, anyway like yes. he, <laughs> one of the tweets i saw was like my, i can't wait for my favorite part of this where he gets smashed in the fucking face and loses <laughs> But yeah, so it was really cool to see it up on the big screen. It, um, it's not worth watching for six hours. Uh, but I feel like if I was going to do you... this again, it'd be like a, it'd be like a day I yeah. have. Just yes. kind of like yes. how I do the extended Lord of the Rings. What sort of seatage did you have in this gym? Right. Well, I I, uh, I grabbed my um, nice. I have a nicer computer chair up in my up by my yeah. desk, and I brought that down to the gym and sat in it. But I realized Still a that roller chair on the roller gym chair, floor. yes, and I realized that it doesn't have. Very, I can't lean like, like recline. If I start to recline, recline, it does that like scary where it oh, feels yeah. like it's gonna it fall. Tilts. So uh -huh. I have to like I had to like hold myself at a certain point, mm. and I like ate a bunch of junk food too. Nice. So then I woke up the next day and I was like, man, I'm like I have stomach cramps. Like I ate so much junk food, and then I realized. It's because I was holding myself leaning back. I was basically flexing yeah. for six hours. Now I have I have abs like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. But it was I, I I still had a really good time with it, and it was fun to. Some kids hadn't seen the movie, so was, you had a what? Had a really good time. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, so, some kids hadn't seen it yet, and see it, having like their reactions to it, and then kids that were there having a good time. There's some people who hadn't fun. seen it, yeah, because that's crazy. If you're gonna watch it all at one time, you're really right. that's like, well, yeah. I haven't watched either one. Let's one girl was like, I don't, hours. I've only seen Deadpool. And I was like, this won't make any sense yeah. to you, but here we go. All right, <laughs> it really is a quite an investment if you have not seen any of them up to that point. Yeah, I mean, they were there hanging with, hang with their right, friends, and right? Try to make that's out and not thing. catch them. Oh yeah. <laughs> How many, how many lips did you have to slap that night? <laughs> what? Kids are kissing. You oh, slap oh, those oh, lips. Only once. Oh, it was only once. Good. I was like, All right. Shh. I'm trying to kiss Thanos. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dummy thick and he can't help it? Yeah. Can't, can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> God, when he's on his farm just living his best life, I'm like, you, you do that, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got to see like he was wearing like a potato sack or, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, In the second movie, but like in the first movie, you or in the trailers, you just see his armors hanging up. Uh, and, yeah, and everyone was speculating like, he just naked? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? By himself, I really want the like naked? the Shrek music to play because he's like cooking himself like stew and his and yeah. he's like sitting by himself, and then all the magical creatures show up and it's all the Avengers. It should just be the scene from Shrek. Instead of him saying, I am inevitable, he just says, get out of my swamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Like it's that. the same thing. All right. What else did you watch? Um, I watched the, I don't know if you guys have watched Making It with 
Nick Offerman and Amy, no. Amy Poehler. That's their like DIY show. Yes, I yeah. wanted to. I love Nick Offerman. Yes, he is so good in the show. So they're doing uh, a season two, but they're it's not weekly. It's mm. every night. There's another episode. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Thursday of this week. Mm. So um, Saturday, Kenzie, they're all on Hulu. Right. As they get, as they air, they show up on Hulu. So Kenzie and I watched the four episodes from last week mm-hmm. um, on Saturday and watched them all. And that show is just, it's a lot like uh, British Bake Off, where sure. it's like just everyone's having a really good, fun fun time working with each other. It's not like huge competition. They're all like right. helping each other out and trying to do their best. It's a good, positive show. Yeah, it's very positive. And uh, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler are, are hilarious. They're having such uh, so much fun with it. And then it's always funny because they don't judge it. They get two judges that uh-huh. actually know what they're talking about, like sure, to come in and like do it. And then and when it comes to like kick someone off of the show, they always come up with some like funny way to be like, uh-huh. well, we're not going to tell it. The judge will. Like, uh-huh. we're not going to tell you who gets uh-huh. kicked off. And it's really fun, like, when the person wins, they win a little patch that they get to sew onto their apron. So then you oh. see who, how they, how many people, oh, how they won, funny. and they get to. And it's all Kenzie and I always have like a competition when we first start. We like pick who we think's gonna win, uh-huh. and then we just root for that person, even if they're not doing that. Great, we're like, right. well, that person's gonna make it. So right now, my guy's still in it. I don't know at this point because I haven't watched it, but um, I just it's, it was a weird decision for them to do. I don't know if any show has done that where. They do eight episodes, but in two weeks. I would assume it's because of it's geared towards families and it's Christmas break coming up. Yeah, so maybe like everyone's home. Right. I mean, or yeah, they I was have like nothing else to air because everything has been on hiatus between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But it doesn't come on until 10 p.m. See, that's re- that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, you, that's it's, nice. and, that's why it's like Kenzie and I are like already in bed asleep at that point. Like, we don't have time to stay up mm-hmm. till 10 to watch that, so thank goodness for... We, See, now that changes everything. Right, If it's yeah. over 10 p.m., it's because they have nothing else to air. Right, yeah, yeah. and that, so that kind of sucks, because I feel like the first season did really, really well, so I mm-hmm. figured they would have done well enough to do a normal second season, but they have done this instead, mm-hmm. which it kind of messes up some of it, because, like, one episode was like, it's Christmas-themed, because you knew that that was going to be, like, their Christmas, or right. more closer to Christmas episode, uh-huh. but it got aired on Thursday, <laughs> way before. Like what, um, so Fox does with Gordon Ramsay is, Gordon Ramsay makes Fox a ton of money. He's got, like, three, two to four shows a year that happen. Yeah. But what happens is they schedule them all to run into each other concurrently. So mm. it's like each one, each show starts, like, Hell's Kitchen will start, Master Chef will start, they'll all start with, like, one episode a week for, like, Half the like half the season, and then the second half of the season, they start offloading two episodes at a time until like the last two episodes are like, all right, one episode left, and here's the next show that's starting. <laughs> they can immediately run into the next one. So yeah. Like, even when a show does like shows do well, they they don't know programming. They don't know. How, yeah. So I, I I hope it still does well enough for them to keep doing it because yeah. we really enjoy watching. It's like it. one it's of the highlights of Parks and Rec, other than like it's like Nick Offerman and uh, Amy Poehler have like they have so many scenes together. They have to have been like playing off each other for so long. Yes, right. They have great they, chemistry. Yeah, they really and do. And also, the other like thing about Nick Offerman, other than like his comedian chops, is that he's a woodworker. Yeah, so he it's actually like they include there are stuff in yeah, there's the segments show because he did it in real life. Right. Yeah, there's segments where he teaches them like mm-hmm. certain if someone's doing something with the wood, he's like, oh, uh, maybe try it with this way. So he's actually like helping out with it. And I also love at the end when they vote the person off, they feel too bad to send them home. Mm-hmm. So they have this little ho- like house out in the middle, like out in the middle of the field that they just like stay there, with, stay there with them. But it's um, they every this season every time they're adding a new instrument to their band, <laughs> so oh they like God. playing it. They play off on a song, but everyone has like a different. Like there's one science dude, he's playing a theremin, <laughs> so it's just like random instruments That's playing funny. together. That's it's funny. it's it's pretty. Great. I need to check that out. I love it's, both of them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of. Fun.
lot of fun. I mean, and they're hour episodes, so it's um, a pretty good chunk of good. watching. Yeah. So I really enjoy it. All right. Um, last thing is I did watch, I've only watched the second episode of it, but I have now watched two episodes of The Watchmen Show. So um, yeah. who's watching The Watchmen? Not me. Not Raymond. Me. <laughs> And I have so many theories about it, and of course I tell all my theories to Andy. One, so I just have them out there just in case I'm right. But also, just because, I mean, Andy then just replies with like a shrug. <laughs> or like I can't a, tell you nothing. who knows? Because he knows all the answers at this point because he's caught up. So it's, I keep getting spoiled. I keep seeing things. It was, it's one of the things that's like I used to be able to be a little bit better about being able to avoid spoilers for shows that I didn't have time to watch at that, like at a certain time, like, yeah, like when the early seasons of Game of Thrones, I when I would, I would watch them time shifted by like a day or two the I would just like not be on social media for the night or whatever. But it's mm -hmm. like at this point, I know I'm not going to get to watch something for a week, so I don't bother doing that. But then the entire Internet gives you just like I saw Baby Yoda immediately. Oh, yeah, there was no avoiding that. Frame. Yeah. I have seen things from the last, like the HBO Facebook page posted a photo from the last episode of. See, like, I don't know spoiler. how I've got I've gotten lucky and have not seen yeah. any spoilers from The Watchmen. Somehow well, I don't like, know how you've got to plow through and make it before you get spoiled. Right, and I don't know how yeah. I've not gotten anything spoiled, but I, I'm sticking true to whatever I'm doing. I'm doing something right. I'm going to yeah. keep it that way. <laughs> I uh, like half the stuff I like on Facebook. They're like brand pages. It's just so I'm aware of when something comes out. Right, and so I don't like hide them. But it's be like, I want HBO on Facebook to tell me when something premieres. Instead, but then a couple they, days after the episode comes out, they, yeah. is right. what it is. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, they literally posted a big spoiler from the last episode. Yeah. Well, then I'll like, avoid that. how'd you feel about that? And it's like, <laughs> fuck. I didn't want it. It's a big spoiler. Yeah. yeah. I'm caught up. Oh, I'll mm. avoid that Facebook. Yeah. Every episode. <laughs> Any of, social media. Every episode of this show gets better. Uh-huh. And um, and I can see how, like, just the first two episodes, I was like, oh my god, this is, and that's, I haven't watched the second episode of His Dark Materials, because uh, I'm almost like, should I just watch Watchmen? Yeah. But <laughs> yes. I want to watch both. You, you, it is more time sensitive for you to watch Watchmen. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, because the finale is this week, and this is all I will say, <laughs> is where the show ends up at this last episode I have trust in it, because it's done it so far, but I have no idea how it is going to stick the landing, mm -hmm. huh. and how it's going to wrap it all up, because Damon Lindelof has said it's one season. They wrote one story. That's it? Yeah. They're oh. not doing more. What? Or he said he's not involved with doing more, so if they do one, it's going to be a completely different story. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be an ongoing series. No. Oh, wow. He said huh. he wrote, they wrote it as a nine-episode closed story arc. When it's done, it's done. If they do a season two, he may be involved, he may not, and he's... It will be a completely but I almost, different. Fuck, if I knew story. that, I would have really like plowed through it yeah. to make sure no one's because people are going to be spoiling that left and right. Yeah, um, and, I, uh, and I almost feel like I like that more. I mean, like the Watchmen it's, graphic novel doesn't have yeah. well, it's a good second. When you I know mean, they did the before Watchmen, but like the, they never went well, back to that. It's which good was, when you know something has an end date. That's the thing. Right. Now shows either end too soon or they keep going on forever because they have good ratings, but it doesn't mean anything. Like The Walking Dead? How many seasons of The Walking Dead have there been now? And now they're coming well, out with a new show. Than the comic. Yeah. The comic has been, has been ended now. Right. But I, I, so I, had they cut up, caught up with the comic yet? Well, they from had, what I understood, like the last three or four years of The Walking Dead comic, they were in where they were at in season seven. Mm, so yeah. I'm now two seasons behind, but they in the comic, they never left that place. Yeah. Mm. So. All right. Anything else? I know we kind of skipped around. Did you have uh, anything else? Did you have anything? Else? I I watched one episode of season three of the marvelous uh, Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Uh, 
I have been in, it's on Amazon Prime. It's an original. It won a ton of awards the last the last year. Um, it's it's created by the Paladinos, so Guillermo Girls. Mm. And they won a bunch of awards whenever the last awards. Yes, that's season yep. was. Yeah. Uh, it is a mixed bag overall. It is a show that I think it plays to the strengths of the creator couple, where they are very strong, uh, sharp, like, comedy writers, when they, like, and very witty, fast dialogue, which is very present in, like, Gilmore Girls is what it's known for. Um, but it's, it's like, several times they don't really know where to, it doesn't seem like they know exactly where to go in a season, and so it's like, there's, there's a recurring problem where there's a character in the first season that's very important that becomes less important by the beginning of season two, but they keep bringing them around yeah. and be like, and then they're not getting any feedback from the show or they don't care because it just drops all at once. So they're just like, here's this character. And everyone's like, why is he still here? No one cares about this. <laughs> Drop this whole storyline and do something else. So that's, that's the only problem I've had so far with the first episode of season three. And I know it continues longer into the season from people who have continued to watch further is that this character is still around and no one wants him to be. Everyone's like, this is a mistake. Why is this still here? <laughs> but it's, it's very fast, witty writing. Um, it, it was smart of them to make a character that is like a 1950s uh, comedian because they get to they finally have a character that makes sense that they talk that way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's very fast, funny writing, and uh, the last season had Zachary Levi, and I guess he's coming back, so I'm very excited Ooh. for that. Um, yeah. It's good. Sweet. It's mostly good. Quality I... content on Amazon Prime, other than Bosch. <laughs> Your boy Bosch. My Your boy, boy Bosch. Bosch. Uh, I only have one thing that I've watched. Besides the other things that you've Besides the stuff that I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I went and saw Honey Boy. You did? I did. Wow. Which is in... That's out? Yeah, it came out this weekend. Oh, cool. And I think in like two weeks it'll be available on Amazon Prime. That's what I thought, yeah. It's an Amazon movie. Oh, okay. But how did you get to see it? It's playing in AMC. How did you get to see it in AMC? Because I am a member of the AMC A-list. <laughs> oh! And for right. the low price of twenty one ninety five a month, I'm able to see up to three <laughs> movies a week. Wow. Yeah. I like that when you guys do these dumb bits, you both look at me knowing I hate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ray was just over there having a great time. Uh, but yes, I went and saw Honey Boy, which is a semi-autobiographical, basically, story of Shia LaBeouf's life. And he wrote it while he was in rehab. Mm. The movie is framed like... The, the movie is... Set, uh, Lucas Hedges, who's a, who's like A24's, like, honey boy, because oh. he's in everything. <laughs> he was <laughs> he in, sure is. He was he's in, in Lady Bird, he was in, um, uh, the, Russ, he's now Russell, the First Reformed. Yeah, no. the Russell, Russell Crowe one. The Russell Crowe, yes, uh, first, Boy Erased. Boy Erased, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he's also in First Reformed, maybe not, but he's, he's in, uh, the Jonah Hill skateboarding one. Mid-90s. Yep. Like, he's in one. almost all A24 <laughs> movies. He shows up a lot. But he's really good, and he plays Shia LaBeouf aged now, while he's mm. in rehab. And then it's basically told, uh, flashbacks between that point and him reflecting on his childhood with his dad. And Shia LaBeouf plays his own dad in the movie. Mm. And really the movie feels... i heard it's rough. It is very rough. Basically because the names are changed, mm -hmm. but that's pretty much it. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. And it's really... Like, there's not really, like, a structure or a plot to the movie. It's like watching a two-hour-long a, a two therapy session. Oof. Like, a lot of it, 
I felt like I was peering in on like a lot of it felt like I am I allowed to see this? Like why that, that am I real, so that like that, personal, yeah. That raw, that real, like a lot of the interactions between Noah Jupe, who plays him as a child, mm-hmm. and Which is she that, is he from Yes, he is, but I can't is remember. Is he from Wonder? Is he his friend no. in Wonder? No? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But he's incredible in this movie. And he holds his own against Shia LaBeouf, who's playing his own fucking father. <laughs> who Which I saw, like, pictures of him as his father, and it's like, yeah, it, look, it looks it, like he was going to do a good job. Yeah, It's really rough, but mm-hmm. it's really, like, sort of cathartic to sure. watch. And it's really beautiful. Uh-huh. Like, it's one of the prettiest movies I've seen. And some of the most, like, real human moments on screen mm-hmm. this year. It's insanely good. But it's really rough to watch. Yeah. And it's it's based on real life and, like, what he, how he dealt how with... How far does it... It doesn't go into his acting career, does it? Like, does it get into... Yeah, it's about him as a child actor. So, oh, okay. like, on Even Stevens mm-hmm. and doing different stuff. Does it talk about holes? It does not talk about holes. It doesn't talk about any movies in specific. Oh, okay. Um, it's just kind of, like, sticking to genre. So, like, he's on... The, he's, the movie starts with him on set as... Um, in like a a tra- you know it's Transformers, but no one actually says it's Transformers. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting to huh. basically it's him co- dealing with his daddy issues, mm-hmm. and like most things in real life, it doesn't it just sort of ends. It doesn't right. have a there's real no clear resolution. There's no resolution. Yeah. There's not, and I guess like his resolution was going to his dad and saying, "I'm going to play you in this movie." Uh-huh. And so you don't see that in the movie, but that's, right. like, how he dealt with it. So, like, the movie just sort of ends, and you're just kind of left being like, well, here's this. Hmm. Here's... Have you ever wondered why Shia LaBeouf is kind of a weird dude? This is probably why. Well, yeah. It's kind of like one of the... It's it's like it's not very much spoken on, but it is fairly well documented at this point that if you are, like, a... If you are a popular child actor, that is not a good healthy thing Mm -mm. right so most people who are like most kid actors have very troubled lives until they hit adulthood and then it either continues or they have to like change their entire life yeah and especially because like shia labeouf's dad was a vietnam war veteran sure he uh came home and immediately became an alcoholic Mm -hmm. he woke up a sex offender in jail didn't remember any of it and and basically doesn't have anything other than his son so most of the movie is like him coming to terms with his dad is using him for mm-hmm. income, but mm-hmm. his dad's trying to convince him that like you need me, I'm here because I believe in you. Right. And it's yeah, like a lot of a lot of child actors have their parents steal all their money, which is like that happened with like Macaulay Culkin and like several like yeah. the Lohan's parents. It's like they had a bad time, but it's like all kid actors if they hit like a certain level of fame, it's like it's yeah it's they're not, not do they're almost not doing it by choice at a certain yeah. point. And that once they get of age, then you find out what really happened to them. Right. Yeah. And I think this is a really interesting look into that dynamic that mm-hmm. you don't see very often. Right. And so, yes, I would recommend it, but, like, be prepared. It's not a fun watch. It's cool that it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Cause, yeah. Uh, I, I saw him do it. a... It was Hot Ones. His Hot Ones appearance for the so Peter Butter good. Falcon. Yeah. And, and did you see Peter Butter Falcon? I did not see okay. that. I've heard that out, one's really, really good. They were coming out almost the same time. This hit the film circuit at the same yeah. time mm-hmm. that that was coming out. Um, I've also heard that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's uh, I've as someone who was roughly the same age, we're all roughly the same age as Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. It is um, 
it has been crazy watching him grow up and then go through the kid actor to young adult just off the walls insanity yeah he's gone through it like i'm glad like watching that hot ones interview and seeing like He's still weird, which and, they're all, all kid actors end up being like really yeah. weird and mm-hmm. everything else he's dealt with. Well, but he's still like he's seems like he's done good for himself. Like, yeah, he's on the other side of it now. And right. I know there's people that will still be like, "Oh, he's like a psycho. Like he uh, went off the deep end." It's like, yeah, but there's something more there because he is like an extremely talented actor. Yeah, like yeah. he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So like, if his crazy method antics like if they work they work because he's as long as he's not hurting anyone else which which he was for a while and it seems like this kind of therapy that he Mm -hmm. went to was good for him and he's working through that yeah i totally agree with watching him on the hot ones i was like Uh, it definitely seems like he's so happy he's in a better yes yeah Yeah. he's still a weird dude right but he seems like he's in a better place but it's not like he's a a danger to himself or anyone else right yeah yeah so that's what i watched great and I like Another good time. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> All around. All around. It was a great time. All right. Well, I uh, guess that just about wraps it up for this week. So yeah. If you've never seen any of this, uh, we will be back next week with another movie. Well, I would well, hope so. Yeah. I think that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, do we want to, I mean... We're hoping that someone comes back that we get to see a movie with, but oh. um, I don't know if that will happen or not, which right. we the, hope, but... The timeline doesn't work for... In the, in the next... Yeah, right, but it, we'll do something. Hopefully do something. Yeah. Right. right, right, right. In the next couple of weeks, we'll yeah. hopefully have an old friend revisit the podcast. So, <laughs> What about a really old friend? <laughs> Gandalf? What a good I, bit to end on. I could God, I love your bits. <laughs> I love jokes on Raymond, the podcast. Raven, the queen of bits. I love all of your bits. Aw. <laughs> well, that, once again, is wrong. A little bits. A little bits. All right. That's it for this week. Never that seen sure is it. Good time. We'll, we'll see you next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.